Science, Social Climate Change. Another blessed day, another blessed day. Thanks be to God. Oh man, so uh shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mighty predicament, right? <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm sorry that you're going through things. Um you know, uh can I ask what made you reach out to me? Well, I think I think the bond of friendship, just experiencing, you know, things in my life, um, I think the number one thing is the experience that, you know, we all shared um, Beach Week, Myrtle Beach, you know. So we this is where you and I, we we, we started our bondship, our, our friendship, um, and it, it was just weird, um, this situation, uh, speaking in that, how it happened, you know, it, it just took me by storm. What it has blessed me with, I've been able to watch my friends grow during these past four years you know you guys I, I watch you guys on instagram and such so forth but when i had reached out to you and you know just making sure you were doing all right and you had explained you know w what your ambitions are in life because my my majority thing that i focus on besides getting home is helping everybody in the world and my plans for when i get out there and my plans that i have now the motions and movements that i'm placing forward to help people to that really need to help out there. So, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time donating different causes, donating my time to different causes, speaking to people all over the world. Um, you know, networking is, is very important because a lot of our failures of past has been through lack of communication. So That's yourself true. being a journalist really pushed me to move forward to you. Um, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I'm, you know, honestly... When you uh, messaged me today, it's kind of like, you know, and it's like the weird thing is, is we don't even know each other that well. And right. for some reason, you you, you kind of hit the nail on the head and you sent me this like message about kind of like keep going and something just and it just resonated heavily because this morning has been extremely heavy on me. It's been one of the heavier mornings I've experienced in a very long time. And um, when you sent that message to me, it just felt like it felt like you heard almost my spirit talking, and you heard a, a, a cry for for something, you know, kind of like a fucking flashlight in the darkness. You know what I mean? And right. And you heard me, and so I don't know. I I I agree with everything that you just said, and and your story is very. Interesting is not the right word, but <laughs> it's so it's something you would see in a in a in a movie or something, you know, it's like Breaking Bad shit, man. Yeah, you know, and and it's not even something that it was like, you know, it, it goes all the way back to high school. You know, I left my house um, at eighteen. You know, I I did my own thing. You know, I, I had ambitions of, of becoming something in the military. You know, I, I had some. Um, issues that, that, you know, military career ain't, ain't work out as much as I wanted it to be. 
you know, I, ha- I had my medical discharge. Um, so, you know, a lot of my work from then on out was, you know, hey, what am I going to do now that I don't have my dream? Because, you know, before I, I realized, you know, hey, I'm actually, you know, a descendant of kings and queens, I'm a prince, I'm this, 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 and that. Before any of this stuff come about, I'm just David, you know? So what did David yeah. want to do? And, and David wanted to help people, wanted to go around and spread love and joy. So my next love that I fell in love with in life was the bondage um, that, and I say bondage meaning friendship, community, love that, the recreational activity of marijuana brings to the community. Uh, I say this. Um, I mean, I'm living... sure that's how we bonded in Beach Week. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Definitely. Like, that's for sure. Definitely. And, you know, the, the, these these little things that we enjoy in life, whether it's smoking a joint together, playing video games together, these are different things that that the world needs. And the reason why... Marijuana captivated me so much back in those days was the amount of revenue that could be made to put back into the community for people who really need the help, who 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 need it. Every one of us need it. There's eight billion of us. So. Yeah, I mean, it, dude, it, it's uh, medicine for sure. Um, Definitely. So, all right. Um, just off the bat, though, I just am curious. So, what are the charges? What are, what are you're in prison right now? Correct. Um, what I'm are actually, you there for? I, I took a NC versus Alfred plea, which means uh, I'm innocent of the crimes that I'm charged with, but due to the amount of circumstantial evidence, uh, evidence which is not necessarily true, um, but it can be swayed to a jury or even to a judge to convict said individual and due to emotions being high and doing to be, I was in the county jail for a year and a half on the charge of murder, armed robbery, and possession of firearm to the commission of violent crime. Uh, during that year and a half, um, during that year and a half, I, I spent some of the most turmoil, the, the biggest turmoil of my life pretty much in, in that county jail. You know, um, I was in a cell called female handicap cell which was a cell that pretty much nobody was even supposed to be in in the first place. But because I did not want my case, I, they, they tried to read my warrant out loud in front of everybody in the jail. You know, when you first come in, it's like a 1800s little, little jail scene, and, and they're just reading a warrant out in front of everybody. I'm like, hey, you know, stop that. I don't need my personal information given to everybody. You know, you, yeah. you don't need to be reading. You know, that's a charge for murder. You don't, you don't know what what's going on. I could, You're I like, could maybe get in, in a cell and, and get killed. Like it's like, yeah, maybe killed. Maybe you want to make some friends in there. Like no one's gonna like. Right, it, that's murder, and I'm not even I'm not even guilty of a crime of murder. So you can't just read that in front of somebody. You know, look at the word warrant. That's a war. Rant. When you rant about something, imagine somebody ranting and raving. Oh, this man won't shut up. He just keeps talking and talking and talking about it. Okay, do something about it. Now, what is war? War is when you go and you attack somebody. So that is a war rant. You are ranting to these people that I'm a murderer. Okay, don't say that because I'm not no murderer. Don't don't say that. A murderer is something very serious. We all know when, when, when we picture a murderer, we think of Silence of the Lambs or something like that. For sure, but I'm a little bit curious because... Are you like um, because you you explained to me before that you did have to kill your friend, but it was out of self-defense, correct? That is correct. 
Um, now, as I said, at 18, I ventured into the marijuana industry for medical, recreational, whatever word you want to put on it to, to make yourself feel a little bit better about using whatever it is, as long as you're not abusing, you're good. Uh, weed, you know, at the end of the day, weed, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I met a lot of people um, who had the same cause to legalize it. So I was always in the mix. I was always learning. I was always growing, such and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. I took a trip out west. Uh, I had left my, my buddy with, you know, clients and people that, that he could do his thing. He actually disappeared. I thought he had gotten killed. Um, back in 2015, he had went to serve a client without me, and um, he disappeared for months. Yeah, this is so he disappeared for months. Uh, he was still, you know, serving clients up, but he wasn't hollering at me. I didn't really know what was going on, but I didn't know that he was doing that. Um, I actually spoke with somebody, one of the clients. He was like, hey, you know, your partner just pulled up, um, you know, you all right? You okay? Where you at? Oh, uh, damn. I'm glad you you told me where he's at because I have not known where he's been at for the past couple months now. Um, so, you're, actually, so, you're, so your guy, you couldn't get a hold of him. He's like one of your best friends, right? Yeah, we, we've been close since um, since the seventh grade. Um, actually, when I moved to South Carolina from Portugal, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of racism, a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, cruel jokes, you know, because I am a mixed kid, you know, I, I, I come from Portuguese, Arabic, and, and Polish backgrounds, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I've got African in there as well, so. You, you look, you look what, you look like Caucasian, right, you look. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much look like your average white guy, but if you're looking at my genealogy, you know, it, it, it is what it is, yeah, <laughs> no, there's no I, change I there, um, but. When I had, I'm very, I'm very honored to to share that. So when I, 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 you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. At 10 years old, I moved overseas to Portugal, where my mother's from. When I came down here in 2008, I didn't have best uh, receiving welcome from the southern state. So you know, I come down here. Hey, you know, I, I just come from. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know. I'd make sure we stood at a call. I tried to come in. Um. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I explained, you know, I just come from overseas to Portugal, this, this and that. And, you know, the jokes got cracked. 36 write-ups late, I got sent to what was called Fort Mill Academy, where I met my buddy. Um, and we clicked and we were close friends ever since. You know, we were the class goofballs, you know, snorting hot sauce in front of people, snorting hand sanitizer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Doing Story crazy jokes. No, yeah, you know, just being crazy, you know, that is what it is. Um, but, you know, I, I, I was always getting in trouble, so, you know, I was always getting punished. Um, and a lot of people saw that, you know, the strict punishment that I got is not normally the same as everybody else would get. So, you know, I, I'd come to school very hungry sometimes or with a lunch that was so slack, you know, people would look at me like, bro, like, what the hell is that? And was one of those guys that would be like, hey, bro, you want some food off my tray? Like, you want a dollar to go get you a honey bun from the vending machine? So that love between me and him, like, it stuck even up to the day until where I had to shoot him. Um, oh, man. All right. So so I understand you guys got out of, you guys got out of school. You guys stayed friends, and you um, started business together, moving weed, right? Yes, sir. Um, I graduated, you know, I, I, um, I 
went out on my own venture, you know, I I started doing my own thing. When me and Randy linked up and, and started doing what we do, you know, we went and we influenced a lot of North Carolina, South Carolina people to prepare themselves for the legalization of marijuana. As you can see today, South Carolina CBD is legalized and they're pushing for the THC to be legalized as well. Uh, CBD is without the 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 ten Kevin, hydrogen. Yeah. You're right. Ten it hydrogen molecules. It's more like just the euphoria and 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 it still assists in um, the process of uh, your cells splitting so that cancer cells don't form. Uh, I mean, marijuana is real good. And for me, it's like uh, CBD is a body high and none of the psychoactive ingredients. Exactly. So like, if you were prone to tripping out and shit, it's like. Sometimes weed can bring on those episodes, but CBD calms the fucking body, man. It does, and it's because it comes from CBD. It comes from um, actual sativa plants, um, but these sativa plants it can't have more than 0.3 percent of THC in it. Um, in the states where CBD is legal, um, you can have up to 40 acres of CBD plants. But that's the progress that has been. Uh, when Randy had disappeared, I had ended up taking a venture out west to Oregon. Uh, one of his family members or his girlfriend had answered the phone, told me he went to Atlanta, and then that's when my client had hit me up about a week later and told me, you know, hey, you know, hey, where you at? You know, nobody come, you ain't come with them to damn serve me up. Uh, well, it's fine. You can keep serving them up. It's no, no worries. I'm just glad that he's all right. Well, in Oregon. Um, something happened where I was spiked or something where I tripped out really bad. I ended up, um, I ended up getting arrested for a couple, three different, the, the way they explained it was so hilarious. Um, because one, the first one I walked into the gas station, picked up a gallon of milk, chugged it. A guy asked me if I was going to pay for it. And I, it said something along the effects of being Jesus Christ or something like that and threw the cross. So you could tell I was out of my mind all the way. I wasn't even there. Yeah, um, yeah. So three incidents later, um, and sitting inside of a state hospital, they finally realized that I had been spiked. You know, they hit me with with, with how doll, brought me back down, put me on medications, and you know, put Who me down. Who spiked you? Do you remember that? That I I don't know. That is, that is a question I still try to figure out to this day. Um, we did have, um. An incident happened where there was a package that was short, um, and this caused a big confusion with, with um, our group. And come to find out that the receiving end has screwed over the shipping end, so it caused a big strife where I had to go out on my own in Oregon, um, and I had to pretty much start from the bottom out west, and I did. Um, but it got to the point where I ended up getting spiked by somebody um and I ended up losing $1,250 to a really well-known client, real good friend of mine, um, but he's that's just a no. Yes, sir. That's the part that I'm a little bit curious about is, like, while you're tripping, ultimately, why, how did you lose that money? Okay, so it was Western Union to me. So, you know, I had cashed it. Um, I was on the way to go get the product. And it's all while you're under LSD. Mm-hmm. See, there's something called the, uh, I don't really want to put them on the spot like that, but there's festivals, you know, and sometimes in these festivals, LSD might get sprayed from the sky 
um, or get oh, well, on I mean, things. I've said before, I think it's a very valuable drug in and of itself. It's kind of like um, fucking washing your brain sometimes. Sometimes it can right. do the opposite. Exactly. It really, it really, uh, as any any psychedelic hallucinogen drug, even marijuana is hallucinogen. It makes you in tune with your body parts, and your body parts are, at the end of the day, reactors to what's going on around you. Each part of your body, in my my view, is just another part of this earth. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna feel different things. You're gonna wonder what it is. You might feel something weird in your bottom right, you know, towards your kidney area. And you're tripping, like, trying to figure out what's going on, but it's really your body telling you that you need to hydrate, take little sips of water while you're going through what you're going through. Whatever you just did to your body, you just made the body sensitive to tell you what's wrong with your body. Shit, man, just saying that, grab some water. <laughs> right. Um, so, and, okay, all right, so so can we get back to the part where you were like, um, so right. you lost the money in Western Union while you're tripping, you kind of, like, leave the festival or whatever, and you're... Well, you're I, up all I, night I get the that. money. I get the money. I ended up going to this place called the First Church of Cannabis, <laughs> and this is an actual place. That's like a and legit cult. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it, it, bro, these people were giving out um, fudge icing brownies as their sacrament, and you know what I'm saying, That's growing weed. Cool. It was it was so crazy. But I was trying to I was trying to get a new connect. So I agreed to work, but he was like, look, this is a religious organization. We do not sell bricks <laughs> of bring bring anything. So I'm like, okay, bet. So I ended up, I was tripping. So I told them to take me to the airport, and I bought a ticket to go to Portugal. Um, and that, what night, did, that, that night you were, yeah, okay. I guess this that. was actually during the daytime. Uh, if you look at my last picture in 2015, um, where my hair is slicked back and they're saying I'm here for you. I was actually tripping during this time. And I can remember a lot of things that were happening because it felt like the world was ending. And, um, you know, I was freaking out real bad. And, yeah, and, you know, I got to the airport. You know, I bought a ticket to Boston. I was about to, but there was no ticket from Boston to state unless you had a passport. I, I, I had to renew my passport still. Um, and I ended up wigging out real bad at the airport. And, Wait, so, uh, so you were like, so okay, you were getting out of the airport because you were on the way to Portugal or or Boston. Yeah, I actually, I know this sounds weird, but in my mind, I was just like, I need to get away from here. Something going crazy. I'm about to buy a ticket to Portugal. I'm going home. Like I'm I'm out of this. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What's wrong with me? I had to call my mom. I said, Mom, the devil left me. Something wrong. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I, I get that. Um, but then you said Boston. What's up with that? Okay, so to get to Portugal, there's, you know, different air airlines that you have to take, but the primary oh, stop is in Boston. Connecting flights, I get it. Right, right. Um, so my mom says, you know, just get to Boston and everything will be fine from there. Um, but I ended up leaving back out with the people who I was um, actually fell out with. Um, one of them had spotted me. One of our roommates had spotted me some bread um, to take care of an incident that had happened in South Carolina. Um and I had taken care of that. So my mind, while I'm tripping, I said, you know, they had texted me asking me for some help getting the house or this, this, and that. So I said, you know, I technically I owed them this money. Um, let me stop. Let me go work with them, try to see if I can get this money and get get some product back. Because I kind of was having different types of trips. It would be like I was normal and then it would be all crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're going in and out of it. Yeah. Right. 
So you're so, in and out of wanting to run away and wanting to solve your problems by moving some more product to make money for people that you owed it to. Correct. Um, what happened, I ended up losing my mind all the way in, in progress of that and uh, ended up waking up in the hospital, of course. You know, my mom's a doctor, so they said, look, you're going to go back to your mom's and her care. When she clears you, you can go about doing your Well, in route to there, as soon as I got out of the hospital, you know, Randy had taken me before I tripped out. He said, you know, I, well, during I'm tripping out, he's texting me. He's saying, you know, I looking for you. Such, such a friend of um, said individual um that I had owed the twelve fifty to. So I started that helped the trip out some more because I'm trying to figure out like who the fuck is this guy? You know, <laughs> excuse my language but No, yeah, so so he was talking to you again. You got in contact with your old friend yeah, he, from He actually con he yeah, he actually reached out to me because I guess he had been sticking up for me, you know, people were saying all types of crazy things on my name. And you know, I'm not innocent of, you know, being a badass. I am a badass to a certain degree, but I'm not a badass that, that, you know, just goes and looks for trouble. You know, like, I protect my own. I protect my family. Um, if anybody has a bad, let's just say, if you've done wrong to, say, a female or you've stolen something from somebody and you and you find, you know, a couple months later somebody, you know, buying something from you and, and they just take that from you, uh, that, that, that was probably, you know, my doing because somebody said, hey, this guy smacked me or grabbed my ass or, or raped me or, or took my weed while I wasn't looking. And, yeah, um, here comes Dave from the hood. <laughs> I'm not from the hood, you know, no, I but I'm from you. the hood. I'm from Robin the motherfucking hood. neighborhood, you know. So. Robin Hood, bro. Yeah, but my pop side of the family, you know, I'm I'm linked in with the real hood, you know. Like, you're not going to come come here and, and, and cause trouble over here because you're gonna get messed up, and, and, and I think that's that's a lot of the the broad perspective. They think, oh, these people are animals. No, we just don't play around with the extra foolishness. You know, we got families that we're raising, we got people that are hungry, such and such, so forth. So when we hear something like, "Damn, my homegirl just got raped by this man at a party." Damn, this man I took a pound of weed from 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 my damn partner's house, man. He let that man crash there, or or this 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 and that. Yeah, I'm coming for you. There's no reason for all that because that man could have helped you out and, and did this this and that for you. No, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not I, gonna I stand there and why bite the hand that feeds you? You don't fuck over your friends. But anyway, yeah. So, so, <laughs> all right, so so let, um, I'm just trying to keep it. I'm just trying to keep this so, going. So, you know? Right. Back back to you know. So he said what he said beforehand. I had tripped all the way, but afterwards, you know, him and I talked again. You know, he, you know, he, he's a good dude. A Vietnamese Laotian descent, you know, real good, real strict guy. You know, like no I cut. That. Yeah, real nice gentleman. Um, so you know, he's ex getting on my ass about you know slacking this, 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 and that. Um, you know, and everything was fine up until I got to Pittsburgh, and he's like, you know, I got, I got ten pounds of weed right now. I'll get these off. I'm like, shoot! I can go ahead and take care of this right now. <laughs> go to port, so you'll be did fine. You, did you get it off full form? Did you, did well, you what happened was, you know, everybody said that what happened was the client wouldn't shop with him primarily because I wasn't in town. Secondly, he had, you know, gotten caught giving somebody some fake money at one point in time for some weed, and that was that person. I didn't know it. Um. And, and they were like, you guys shared was, this client, and you tried to hit him up again to sell to him, and he's like, I don't fuck with that anymore. 
he he's he's like pretty much like bro you're not here and this dude like fuck me fuck me over before he's like sure this dude cool and I'm like yeah dude he's cool like ain't nothing wrong with him we all been young and dumb one day like it ain't his fault and I'm saying like I'll even give you a discount he's like bro when you come down here bro like I ain't messing with him I was like all right fine so but bro took it the wrong way like I was playing with him so he's like bro. You know, like, all this shit people telling telling me about you, this is, I'm starting to believe it. Like, you know what? Matter of fact, you keep playing with me, I'm going to do you like nobody else could do. I'm saying it's time maybe you're going to kill me. Oh, so he thinks that you're trying to set him up or something. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, I said, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? I said, matter of fact, March, I'm, I'm going to fly back down there. I'm going to fly back down here in March. I got a round trip ticket anyways from, you know what I'm saying? I'm leaving with my family, my, my, my little ones, my sis. Uh, her family, like we're we're going overseas. I gotta go recover for a little bit, and then I'm coming back. Don't worry about nothing. Well, I come down here, and uh, you know we had met Thanksgiving. We had rode around, or not Thanksgiving, um, Easter. You know we had uh, rode around for Easter. You know, talk, drink, drink, drink a beer or two. Um, you know, went down to the little Colombian restaurant, eat some empanadas. You know, chilling, relaxing, just cooling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Couple of days later, um, I'm still trying to get the client because I got a big name client, and I asked my partner. You know, Who's I your partner this, at the time. This is not. This is this, this is um a, a different partner. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just call him partner right now. Um, partner number two. Partner number two. So, my partner. This is the same partner that that screwed that that said that the package was short from Oregon. Uh, now, so, so you already owed partner number two some money. No, this is actually the receive the ones who received this package. The sender, me and the sender were cool. We squared. We ended. Me and him are cool to this day. We actually squared that away. Him and I are good. Just as me and twelve fifty do, we're good now. But still, all this stuff has happened. I lost. I I killed my best friend because. But I'm. Let's continue on with the story. Yes, so, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Receive partner number two. Um. He wouldn't give me the number to the client because I let the client is actually a big name. So I left partner number two to work for this big client who is a big man too. And this big man was waiting for me to come back. So I said, all right, bet. You know, I'm going to bring everything that we need to get damn get done. We're going to get damn do what we got to do. And, um, where does it sit in with the partner? Do does have nothing to do with partner number two or the big well client. we're actually we're, we're actually all friends the um the client however would have bought the 10 that we had and any other 10 that we would have got that during the duration that i was down there um you know i got exclusive discounts and deals so i ain't got no reason to scoop bite the hand of you you know what I'm saying? i make good good money you know what i'm saying so yeah um, i'm just trying to i'm so i'm trying to follow it still um so forgive me if I keep asking questions, but uh, the part where I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm still on is like when he's like, "Yo, you trying to mess with me? Like you trying to get me set up or something?" And you guys are in person. You guys are like, li- like you guys are in person, right? And he's like, "I don't want to do business with that guy." And okay. I, and I feel like so, you're trying to like do something. Is that what, is that correct? Is that what? Clarify that. At that present time, I was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He was still in South Carolina. So we're texting okay. on Messenger. You know, he's like, you know, get these out, this and that. So I, I, I told him, go ahead and um, hit hit my partner up right here. Go ahead and um, 
you know what I'm saying, sell him this, he's going to take care of everything. But when they had, you know, built with one another, they were like, okay, we don't actually mess with one another. Like, no, I'm not buying from him. Like, wait till you come down here type deal. And he gotcha. took that as like, bro, who are you playing with? Like, I'm I'm riding around right now handling business. Um, I can't be just pulling up to random people. That that That's his mindset. Um, part of one second. Part. All right. So. And he was just like, these messages still exist on my Facebook. I'm locked out of it right now, but Facebook should have all those messages still to this day between him and I. Um, but he said, you know, you, you better quit playing with me. I'm going to do to you like nobody else could do. But that was his first threat to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took that as like, bro, we're friends. Like, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Like, I'm not going to put you in any predicament. That's going to screw you or your business up or what you got going on in your life. I'm not about that. That's not me. You know that. So relax. So I proved my loyalty to him and to the person that I owed the 1250 to by flying down here. One of the reasons I went out west was to prove to somebody out there I was loyal. So I'm a very loyal person. I will, I will go beyond the call of duty to prove my loyalty, like I don't, I don't play around with my name. That's all you got. Um, so when right, I came so. down, when I came down here, um, you know, it come down to you know my last day to get this client, and I had been waiting on a response since you know the man I had come down, my partner number two, wouldn't give me the number. He still has some harsh feelings towards me, whatever it is. Um, it's okay. Um, but he wouldn't give me the number. So I was trying to hit up my my other partner who would have given it to me. But unfortunately, that guy hit me back with the client's number two hours late. And so did you, did. did you, did you, did you owe people money at this point? Me. He had already told me I was going to get dunked and cyanide and all this other stuff. Is it who's telling this to you? Correct. Is it what is it what exactly was his reason for these kind of threats? Is he thinking that you're about to try to fuck with his money? I Are you trying to? Think, I think he felt like because he disappeared with all them clients that I might have been mad at him because I never brought it up. Uh, I never I never brought it up because I just didn't I didn't want to go down that road. Like I, I when I say I love you, I love you. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't have time to argue with you about money loss or no. Let's make some more. Come on, we we got too many resources to be arguing about money that you ain't paid me for, that you owe me or anything like that. I don't care about that. But then you know, to, on top of it, you got our client, the one I owe twelve fifty two, saying a bunch of crazy things, and then you got people not showing up to buy things, and then you just got him. He's a nervous person, anyways. You know, he he done been through the system before. He done. You know, he, 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 nervous. yeah. So, you know, even when I saw him that day, the day he picked me up, he patted me down. He went through my phone. He ripped the battery pack off my phone. He, you know, looked through me. He said, you know, you should fall through. I'm going to kill you. And I said, oh, bro, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He said, no, nah, bro, for real. You don't sell this, bro. I'm taking you to go get dumped, bro. Like, I know people who will put you in cyanide, bro. Like, don't play. So I'm looking at him like, bro, you ain't got nothing to worry about, bro. Let's let just chill. Let me get this client on the phone and let's handle this. 
I didn't mm-hmm. tell him I had my gun. I ain't had my gun on me. I left it on 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 the, on on the old car that was on the driveway where he picked me up at, and we drove off. I had my little knife. He kept that knife. It was a little 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 skinning knife, a little tiny skinning knife. He had a little Gerber knife. He kept both those. So we rode around for about, you know, four hours. Come back to the property of my friend who owned it. You know, he he come and pretend to be the client. You know, and I remember just sitting there with with bro, like you just like, damn man, I don't want to do this. Like, and I'm like, bro, so you know, is there is there any if, if you know, bro, takes too long and, and, and we can't get this done today? Am I am I good? Like, we good? Like. He's like, what do you mean, bro? Bro, bro, bro said he's on the way right now. If this shit don't go through, that's it. I gotta kill you. Like, what the fuck you mean? I, I've given, I've given you a week. I said, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, you know, he's moving around, looking at the weed. You know, burning caterpillars. Just looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, all right. bro, when you start burning caterpillars, shit, something seriously wrong. Okay, seriously <laughs> wrong. Like I'm not even joking, bro. I remember it, bro. And I remember we had pissed so many times that day. On like, I was like, bro, I gotta take a piss, and he was like, man, I gotta take a piss too. I'm looking at him like, you about to shoot me? Nope. Right. You yeah, bro. Like, and I fuck with bro so hard. Like, it's just like, bro. Like, man, the shit was so crazy. He died, bro. Yeah, so was I that cried. The same you know, what I'm saying? So, same day. This is the same day. Okay. About uh, eventually the they showed up. My, yeah, the deal fell through. My people had to come save my ass. They, they they pretended, you know, they had money, but they didn't have enough. These people ain't have enough to damn purchase ten pounds of weed. And this guy's not playing because once, he, well, bro, he was about to take. If, if his car got a GPS on it, so you can look where we went down Highway 160, and, and we were going to Rock Hill where I was going to get executed. But my partner called back in time and, okay, to pretend on, to be look, the look, client, so we went yes, back around okay. and went to the driveway. All right, all right, okay. And so your 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 other partner hits you up pretending to be the guy and be like, yo, yeah, like, no worries, sorry, I was burning caterpillars. No, like, <laughs> no but we didn't burn no caterpillars until after that call. We turned around for me. He saved me from getting killed. We turned around on the highway, went back to his, because the person who saved me, it was his property. It was his baby mama's property. So we went back there, you know, um, we we stayed there. We drove around for a little bit. We stayed there, and as we're waiting, you know, we're pissing all. He pissing all over his car. Like I'm pissing over in the woods. Like we're both nervous as fuck. I'm like, man, goddamn, I don't want to kill my friend, man. Wait a minute. Okay, so you guys go back. And yeah, we went back to where he picked me up at. My gun's still there. Like he don't know that it's there. Like I'm looking at him. Like, bro, why you got me in this situation where I gotta kill you? Like I've never. I don't. I ain't. I don't want to do this. Like, and he's just like. Girl, like I'm bitch, I'm gonna kill you after this. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? And so and it's like, like, your partner didn't have enough money to actually cover it, but he's faking like he does to get you back to the place where your gun is. He yeah, so he he he's making a distraction so that I don't get killed, and it was the saddest thing I've ever had to do. So you know, in the law, in the laws of the street, you you can't just go to the police and you know there there there's no time for that. There's no time for that. You know, we try to resolve things as amicably as possible, 
and the police are never in my mind. I don't I don't mess with the police, period, you know, because I mean, there's too not. much oppression in that. Of course not. Of course not. Like, that, that's a quicker, yeah. That's that is the um, law of the streets. I get that. Um, um, so so yeah. So we'll wait. You guys go back to your place where your gun is, right? And he's distracting him. Did you shoot him at? Other people along and um, somebody else, a female. Now I'm looking at them like, bro, I'm about to shoot. I'm looking at bro like I'm about to shoot him. Like, why you bring all these people? Like, like all right. Now I think these are just my thoughts then. Now my thought, my thoughts then were still like, bro, I don't want to kill my friend, but I definitely don't want to kill him from all your people. But there, it's too late. This man's gonna kill me. He already and I, I left out a part when I was in that hospital. I was sitting there with the doctor, and my stepmom was on the phone. When I talked to my stepmom. She said, "They came." I said, "What do you mean they came? They came for you. They come to my house and stood on. If it wasn't for your dad, they would have shot me." Jesus they God. went. They went to yeah. They went to my father's house, threatened my father. There's a little girl that lives there. There's a little boy. My little brother and sister. If something would happen, you know, you don't do that. Um, so that was one of my decisions to make peace on the situation. But it just got too out of hand. It was like, bro, I'm gonna kill you. So it's like me. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna kill you first because I'm not gonna die. I got too much. I gotta accomplish in life. I don't wanna die. I'm not ready to meet my creator yet. I'm not. And so it's like he already he already told you that if this doesn't happen, I'm gonna have to kill you, and that's yeah. just a fact. Right. And well, you, the deal fell through, and you weren't able to, and you just knew that you weren't able to pay him. And so it's kind of like, okay, he threatened my life. I and now it's like he's gonna have to go through with it, or at least try. And so mm-hmm. now what do I do? And so it's like okay, and and so did you kill him in front of a whole bunch of people? I did. Um, Holy shit, man! He actually, um, he actually was bad. Um, it's like this: when he when 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 they arrived, they they were kind of gung ho. I didn't expect more than one people. And he said, "Man, there's a lot of people in that car." I said, "What do you want to do? You want to leave?" I asked him because I still wanted to leave. I did not want to be there. And he said, no. He said, give me your knife. Because he had given me the pocket knife back. So I, I gave him the pocket knife again. I said, all right, bro. And I, and I sighed. I cried on the inside. I said, damn, why can't he just say, leave? We could have just left. You know, like, and, and, and maybe he would have just, you know, like, been like, all right, bro, tomorrow or some shit. Like, this has gone on too long. And I ain't fucked those people. Or, but he probably would have killed me. Can I ask a question? Why, why, uh, why did he feel the need to to kill you if the deal didn't go through? He owed people money, and he was like banking on you. Did you owe him money? He was and banking, you, and you you owed him, and he, he was banking on me in November to since November two thousand fifteen to April fifth two thousand sixteen. The day he died. That twelve fifty. No, the twelve fifty was owed to a different person. It was okay, a, client. Okay. a client. I owed that to a client. Um, now, this client screamed, you know, Wolf and all the big names of one, too, you know, got, got mad about that. And was suffering because of my clients. I gave him, I made him the pound man. He started out with just bullshit. You know, he started out with bullshit. And, you know, he grew because of me because I was getting things off him. He'd come pick me up. He might have a 10-pack. Boom, let's get this 10-pack off. Go drop me off. 
Okay, we're getting them for two thousand. We're selling them for twenty nine fifty a piece, three thousand a piece. Okay, go ahead. Here's your five hundred per each pound. Okay, so if I'm selling ten, you already know what that math is. So, you know. All right. So, so, so he owed people money. So you already you owed him money for something else in the past. I didn't owe him anything. Um, so why is he threatening he, you? He he got real gung. He's I don't know. This is just his character. He just gets real gung about these situations. You know, some people. In my circle, they're real killers. Like they, they, and I say real killers because they don't have calmness or patience about them. They will blow up. If you want a person to be able to like cool them down, they blow up. And the reason why I put myself in front of these people is so they don't go hurt somebody, so they don't get misled by somebody else and go do something wrong. I put them on the right path. I've been doing this since I since I've been a kid. I've always walked around from Pittsburgh all the way down to here to overseas. I've walked around in every neighborhood. I'd walk away from my, my house, come back later, the sheriff being in my mom's driveway. Like, where the fuck you been at? I, I, I've been over. So to say, Why, what the hell are you doing over there? I'm just, you know, bringing some Reese's cups and kitty bags over there mm-hmm. and food over there, you know, and people over there that said they were hungry and shit. So, you know. <laughs> so, so. All right, damn, man. I don't know much about the law, but, I mean, it sounds like, I don't know, a threat is a threat. And Well, you got a couple a couple ways to look at this. There is a self-defense law. Um, a friend of mine, um, and, I, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not arguing the law to sound, I don't want to sound like, you're trying to change oh, any laws or anything? No, it's not. It's like more like I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, you're just saying the law so you can get out. You're just some thug. No, I'm, no, it's not that. It, it's, it's the fact of the matter that, like, okay, like, things happen where people make mistakes, and I made a mistake. I did not want to kill my friend. I did not. I had to for my life, for my family's life. I was going to die. Because according um, according to him, he was going to kill you within that day. Correct. Him and the client said that. The client said he was going to shoot me in my kneecaps. I'm going to shoot me in the forehead. The client, the one that you were trying the, to that make I owed twelve fifty for. The one that I owed twelve fifty for. So him and he both told me that I was going to die because he extended his word so that he could get more clients and help me pay the man back. But he wanted those clients. He didn't get the clients. He wanted me dead. If the man didn't get his 1250 back, I was dead. The man just wanted his 1250 back, so he didn't move on. But he told me, like, if I see you, I'm going to kill you. So he told him, like, look, if you don't get it done, I'm going to kill him. Okay, well, you just got yourself killed sticking your neck into something that I could have fixed being overseas. You should have used your word to, 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 to stop that because you know I'm a good man. From even even back in the penitentiary, people would tell you that man is a good person. He keeps his word up. He helps people. He don't play around with people. And I'm not exalting myself. I'm being very humble when I say this because I don't like to gloat. I'd rather somebody else speak for me. But sometimes you've got to speak for yourself. That's facts. And you know, I just I don't even. So so you so they called the cops. Some guys and everyone there. I'm surprised that they weren't fucking armed. I'm surprised they didn't have guns. Like all all the people that hopped out that car. He literally gives you back a knife. Yeah, he you know, knife. he gives me back the knife. And then, you know, I'm like, so you want to leave? And then all the people were in the car. I was even like, bro, what the fuck? No, that shit look crazy as hell. I hope this man ain't got a fucking gun on him and shoots me right here. You know, like, I I don't know if he got a gun in the car, gun on him. 
I just know after this, he's about to take me to Rocky, and I'm about to get fucking killed and dumped in fucking barrel yeah, so of the, the people that The people that showed up are irrelevant to the situation, pretty much. Yeah, they they have nothing to do with it. They, they, they just know, um, bro, just, just pulled up because he's like, bro, I'm not about to let them kill you, bro. I'm, I, I'm, I'll pull up and pretend you handle your business. Like, I, 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 like, I told him, I was like, look, I'm trying to get this work out. I texted him. I even told him, I was like, you know, I'm right around trying to, I'm, I, I ain't, you know, our code word was a, was a lick. Why? Because if he come and distracted me, I would have given him some of the weed for saving my life. So uh, the, 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 the prosecution tried to use those text messages where I had used the word lick. You know, I, I asked, I, I told him I needed to buy his pistol so I can handle this lick. Why? Because I'm trying to come up, sell this fucking weed, take care of my debts and get back to where I need to be. Or it's going to go sideways. And if it goes sideways, it's got to go sideways. I, I I don't want it to go sideways, but you guys got to save me. Like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the fuck to do. These guys are way too way too numerous for me to damn play around. So I need you to pull and be there. So, do you have any proof that uh, he threatened you? Yeah, it's on my Facebook messages. Okay, well, and is this all, when he threatened you, is that the same day that you were with him in person? No, it was not the same day I met him in person. The, the actual in person, it would have to, they would just have to take my word for it. Um, but you can see the context uh, up until that day. Was it day. a week later or what? Um, when he threatened me, it was in November of 2015. Um, when I come down, even even when I was over there, you know, he you could tell his verbatim that he was very serious. You know, he'd be like, I text him, be like, you know, you still got the ten ready, like. Everything's too good. Like, you you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm not about to get killed. Man, when I tell you about texting me, fuck you, man, fuck off. You could just tell in the way he was texting that there was animosity. You know, it, it wasn't like, you know, what's up, bro? No, it is, motherfucker, what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing you a favor. Like, you owe me type shit. You know, like, and I got so, your life in my hands. So it's like... It was. Did you shoot him right there in the driveway? I did. Um, yeah, I cried afterwards. Didn't what did everyone up? around you do? Wait, were the people who showed up not the not the guy that was like helping you with the distraction? Yeah, he was. Um, the man who did the distraction had opened his wallet because the man was like, you know, where he was like, where's the money at? And I guess bro just. I don't know. He pulled out his wallet. And I was like looking at him, like, "Why the fuck did you just do that?" And he turned around. And when he turned around, I said, "Bro, this is it." And I pulled the gun out and I, I shot him. And I cried. I I put the gun on safety. I put it put it in, put it in my pocket. And I just started crying. My partner looked around. And he was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I was. But then my my people started acting weird. They was like, "Well, where's the weed at?" And then there's some they don't play around either. But. <laughs> And yeah, but like, like, fuck this, but where's the weed? Like, Yeah, and it felt like I was about to get shot over this goddamn weed. And I'm like looking at them like, I'm about to body me right now? Like, I just, <laughs> just ate that. So I, oh I popped the trunk, and I started dragging them to the trunk. And they, 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 they I, I tested them. I said, you know, well, help me put them in the trunk. Because obviously, if, if you're with me, you're going to help me. If you're against me, you're going to stand there. And he stood there. And the other two stood there. And I said, oh, shit. This isn't good. Luckily, his big mom and aunt come down the driveway and they left. I ain't put him in the trunk. I had too much respect for him, so I, I pulled him over by the woods 
And this guy, you can tell that we had a friendship even to the end because even from the dead, he had the nerve to put some laughter in the situation because when I went to the woods, I tripped and his pants come down all the way down to his, um, his ankles. <laughs> and it was like, from the dead, it's like, man, fuck you type shit. So I'm like looking at him like, oh, man, ain't no way that just happened. You know, oh, I feel bad. Shit. No, I so hear I, what you're saying. You fucking Yeah, so I'm like, bro, did this man got damn pants, drawers, everything down. I'm saying, man, no fucking way. Like, man, this man mocking me from the dead right now. Like, so I grabbed a crate and uh, a cooler and a fence, and I put in a, you know, a triangle over his private area. So, you know, and they, you know so it's not, find them, and it's like, what the fuck? Right, well, his bottom part of his body covered, so obviously I'm not hiding nobody. It's just, no, I'm putting him out of the fucking driveway, like getting him out of the middle of the driveway and putting him over here by the tree, but I tripped in the fucking hole and went why down did, the Why hole. didn't you just pull his pants back up? I don't know. I was in a, I was kind of in a rush to get the hell out of there. I don't know. I kind, I kind of freaked out. I don't know. My people were going to kill me. I didn't know what the fuck, because when they, when they left, they went to the car that had come down, and bro had said something into the car and walked in, hopped in the SUV, and drove off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like looking like you're in a hurry. Yeah, I'm like I don't know if this is even safe to be here right now. They're going down there. They're going up there. What the fuck is going on? So like, and, and there's there's weed. So like, I can't just say that because there's weed here. I got to get this weed the fuck out of here. Like, I care about. I love. I want him. You know, to 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 be reckoned. I want to let people know, like, hey, like I just killed my friend, but I, he got killed. But I gotta get the fuck out of here. So, you know, I I, I pulled him to the woods. I tripped. I was gonna put him against the tree, just out of the way. But I tripped. There was like a hole in inside the ground, and I fell. And he went with me. So, I, but I was in a rush. I ain't pulled his pants up, so I just covered his private area up with with the cooler in the fence and, and left. Um, and I drove off. <clears throat> Um, I left some weed with a friend of mine to damn move so that I could pay back um, that client and took the rest up, up to North Carolina to, to to move and to have the money ready to pay for these 10 pounds of weed. When, when the man who owns this 10 pounds comes to collect this shit, I got to pay for this at the end of the day. I'm not stealing this from him. I got to pay for this. So... So, that's, okay. that's, so that, that was my move after that. You, you still have a bunch of weed. You have a bunch of weed, and uh, yeah, you that there's still money to be owed, is what you're saying. Correct. There's still a threat to my family if I don't get this money, so I had to leave. I couldn't just stay there. Um, you know, this is a life or death situation. Now, if I would have gotten everything taken care of, I wouldn't have had to go through that. But it is what it is. Um. And I say it is what it is because I can't take that away. As much as I want to cry and as much as I want to say, damn, the time machine me back to that, I can't. I'm stuck in this. I'm, I'm stuck. You know, I've done four. I've done four years, almost five. No, five years now. You know, it's been. It, it, How did the cops get involved? Um. Well, the aunt had went down and called the police. Investigators arrived on the scene. Um, those my buddies that had created distractions sat in the police office with them and tried to help them track me down. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it had gotten real weird after that. Two days later, um, I was I was I was told by my father and the police had been by the house. My mom said, you know, um, 
You know, you can't leave back to Portugal until you talk to the officers. And I, I was scared, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I know my, my, I know my partner. I know my partner's family. I know they ain't no joke. Like they do the same thing we do, just on a grander scale. So like, I'm not playing around with these people, bro. Like I'm not. I'm not about. And you just, and you just killed, you just killed one of their businessmen. They're not even gonna understand that I did. Their son, not the businessman, their son, their nephew, their cousin, you know, like, this is family, bro. You know, you know how that shit. stuff works. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit ain't so, no joke. So okay. I, I had, I couldn't just, how how do I explain to a family this morning? Like, yeah, I killed him because he was going to kill me. No, it's, it, you got to give some time to heal. And I guess that's why God had, had all this time in between, because when I reach out to, his, I talked to them the day I was arrested. I talked to his cousin, and you know, I told, I told, I'd let him know like I would handle everything. I, I, I would handle everything for him. Like everything's fine. Like you know, I love death. I don't hate none of that. I ended up talking to his other cousin. Um, I've been talking to her since I've been locked up. You know, um, just making sure her family's all right. That they know that I love them. That I'm praying for them. But we had talked, and I eventually, my grandmother died June seventeenth, two thousand twenty, this year. Sorry, I didn't find out. I, I ain't right. I, ain't, I thank you. I didn't find out a month later. You know, my dad didn't tell me. It's, you know, the prison system didn't tell me. So it hit me hard not knowing what happened to my grandmother. Um, and they say you you never understand what somebody is going through until you go through yourself. And when I found out about my grandmother for myself, I said, I I gotta let. I, I broke down. Was that the first person in your immediate family? Well, not that's not immediate, but like, is that the first close person besides yeah. that passed away in your life? Yes. Um, my my, mo- my mother passed away when I was twelve. I understand what it's like to lose someone. It's it's one of the worst feelings. It it tore me up. I I cried. I, I dislocated my leg. I punched my leg so hard. I I couldn't find anything. I was hit by my kneecap, and I started to hit my my kneecap. Dislocated my kneecap. I was so mad. Um, you know, I broke down and, but I, I healed, you know, I, I, I went through the mourning process. I, I, I did it myself, but I healed and I understand that there's greater things for me in this life. And I, I, I reached out to and I said, you know, listen, and I explained everything I just explained to you. And I gave her details. I said, look, this is what happened. Now, your family is business, men and women. Uh, I'm a businessman. I'm not evil. I'm not against you guys. I'm not against I was, and she even said, so you were scared. So you were scared and, and you killed him. That, that's all there is to it. Did you say um, his uncle, his uncle reached out to you? I, I, I did. His father, we had talked um, because I was texting her and then event, she had video chatted me and I said, and it had answered and I heard some talking and I guess they were all kind of looking at me. I couldn't see them, but I was like, oh, I didn't say anything, just out of respect. I just bowed my head and, and, and listened because, you know, Vietnamese, I, I'm, I'm big, big on culture. So Vietnamese culture don't look people in their eyes. So I bowed my head. I didn't um, know that. Right. Um, so. I was waiting, but it hung up. The phone had hung up. So I said, oh, you must have butt-dialed me or something. She said, no, I'm going to call you right back. And I, and it was a man on there. And I said, oh, who is this? And it, it was, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm 
I'm like, oh, shit, I'm talking about the goddamn man right now. <laughs> so now, so now you got to do this whole explanation. So, and there was, yes, and it, it just flowed from me. When, when you speak the truth, there is no hesitation. It just flowed. It just, this is the truth. And he, and you know, he, he said, man, he said, when you were, we were just wanted you to go to trial that day. We just wanted you to go to trial that day so, so that you could go away for the rest of your life. But now, after seeing you suffer, after seeing what you went through, um, you know, I want you to be free. I don't want you to sit in there. I want my nephew's car to go back to his father. You know, they're not letting us keep that car. We want you to go home. We want the car back. Just we want this to be over with. We're tired of this. We don't want. We don't want you to go through that suffering, especially not for 26 more years. You deserve to be home. You deserve to be enjoying life. What is your sentencing? I was, I was sentenced to 30 years, day for day. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, the plea bargain was invalid. Um, it was a violation of the Federal Code of Criminal Procedure, Rule 11, please, which subsection C says that a judge cannot be involved in plea discussions. And he was. He told my lawyer and my sister that if I did not um, plead, I could, he told me I could plead NC versus Alfred. He would give me 60 years. It went from 60 to 40, and then they argued some more, and it went to 30. And then eventually my sister broke down and started crying, telling me she couldn't wait a lifetime. You know, she's not going to be around forever, you know. So I might as well take the 30 and have a chance of getting out. And, you know, something in me it just was like, man, whatever, fine. You know, I've been a year and a half inside this county getting my ass beat by these police officers. I haven't been. You know, my mom come, my mom took a visit from Portugal to come see me, and they canceled my visit because I asked for a roll of toilet paper. I'm sitting on the toilet, no cover over me. I got I got two other men sitting in this room with me that can visibly see me if they turn their head and look at me. I ain't got no toilet paper. I just realized it. I'm hitting the button. I need some toilet paper. I'm taking a shit. You got me in this female handicapped cell. Give me some toilet paper. Sir, you hit this button one more time, we're going to cancel your visit tomorrow. Man, if you cancel this visit, I swear to God, you don't even know what will happen to you. And they did. They canceled it. And, and I told them, I said, I said, look, you don't give me my visit. I'm going to kill both of my roommates because you just put my mother in danger. You just put my mother in danger. Jesus. But I, I wasn't really, I was bluffing. <laughs> but bluff oh, worked. I mean, I fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah, the bluff worked. It definitely worked because they come down full right gear. They were like, uh, you too. Uh, out the room, <laughs> and I'm looking at them like I want to let them out. I was like, Ooh, I got my visit tomorrow. And they're like, So you got your visit? I'm like, Okay, I go. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate, I appreciate you guys for thinking that. They're like, Yeah, bro, you already know what time it is. But what happened when my mom come down? Somebody tried to kill her in that hotel. They went to her, they went to her hotel, sort of banging on the door. My mom said she was terrified. She said if it wasn't for the front desk lady seeing them banging on the door and calling the police, she would have been a dead woman. Man, so it's like, how? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, how it, do you it, know that? Um, how do you know that? Like, his uncle is being genuine when he says he wants you out and free. How do you know that it's not like shut up, man? There's, I mean, it's like this. I would rather die being recognized as a man who come and told this story for what he is and not die inside a prison for something that, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I made up a lie. You know, I, I said that I, me and were robbed, you know? Okay. And yeah. I, so, so why, so, okay, wait a minute. I'm confused. 
Okay, so you okay? I think I get what you're saying. So when right. the police got to you, you pretty much said that it wasn't you who shot him. Mm-hmm. Is that why you got the time? Is that um, you, is that like? I like, mean, they offered. I felt like they knew. I I feel, I feel like it's this. God works in mysterious ways, and I feel like He did not want me to lie about this to get out of out of out of a sentence. Because, like my, like I say, my grandmother died, and I ain't know that she died. I ain't want that. I did not want that family to rest in their grave, not knowing what happened to their nephew, to their son, to their cousin. So, so did you end up telling the and, truth? In part, like, I lied because I didn't want his name to get tarnished, and because I didn't want to get killed by his family for a misunderstanding. You know, so it, it is what it is, and you know, my partners. They were, you know, in, in agreement with that. Like, go ahead and say that. If this was going to get you out, do it. You know what I'm saying? We got you. So, you know, now, you admitted, you were like, I, I lied before. Like, it was me who, it was this during, did you, when? No, I, I, they, they still, to this day, don't know. Only, only, um, family does. That you did it? Yeah. So then how are you in, in prison right now? Because I accepted the NC versus Alfred plea. The NC Alfred plea is, is taken just as a guilty plea. It's saying I, I, I didn't commit the crimes in which I'm charged with because I didn't. I didn't commit murder. I didn't commit armed robbery. Um, you know, so, but I still got to do the time for the punishment of these crimes. I don't, I don't exactly know the definition of murder versus uh, self-defense uh, manslaughter. I don't know what to call it. Also, you know, um, one of the the lawmaker, the 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 law studiers back here, uh, he's pretty much a lawyer. Um, he is a lawyer, in essence. You know, he he explains Alfred as, you know, shaky. It, it, it's when the evidence is shaky, but could uphold in court, um, but you didn't do the crime, uh, or you don't have a lawyer. Um, you don't have money for a lawyer. Pretty much is when when you get hit with Alfred. You don't have money for a lawyer. Uh, to get your case to to go where it needs to be. Uh, now, my lawyer, um, for a good year and two months, you know, he was perfectly fine. But I asked, I said, you know, what's the state saying? And then he tried to start put, pushing a plea bargain on me. I ended up getting hospitalized. I went to a state hospital then because I wasn't properly medicated for my drug-induced psychosis. And from that, from that stuff I was recovering from out in Oregon, and I kept tripping inside the jail, and I kept freaking out. And I ended up having to be hospitalized, medicated, um, and then I was finally ready for be able to go to trial. But the evidence didn't even come back. You know, they didn't have full evidence. They didn't have everything that needed to be there for, for to go to trial anyways. But they rushed that by by saying, hey, you know, the judge is saying, take this plea or you're going to get life, period. So I, why, don't, why not just say that it's self-defense? Why not just say it was... Had I mean, self-defense, and he threatened you, and you had to do that; otherwise, you would have been killed. Well, that—that's what we're working on now. Um, and after I found out my grandmother died, I reached out to Andy and I said, "You know, this is what happened." And then, you know, I spoke to his uncle, and you know, this is what happened. And he says, "You know, well, if there's anything we can do, you know, let, let's do it. You know, like I want to see you out. I don't—I don't want you back then. I mean that. You know, I—you know." Take the time that you have now to think about what you've done, but keep working to get yourself out of there. And I told yeah. him, 
I, I told him I'm gonna try to help you. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the car back. I didn't say I'm gonna try. I said I'm gonna get you your car back. I'm gonna get you this car back because that's sentimental value and you guys deserved it. I love death. I mean that. I'll go to war. I've I've gone to war with, over these crazy little Asian ass, and I say that with love and respect because I've had to pull up where people have had shotguns in his head because he done tried to finagle somebody with some, you know, saying that this, but it's not that. You know what I'm saying? I've had to put my neck on the, out on the line there. Like, hey, bro, like, can you can you tell these people like this is yours? Like, you gave this to me because they're about to beat this shit out of me. Man, let me talk to them. You walk back inside the house. Hey, um, that's mine, brother. I was told it was such and such. Let them go. I give you all, you know what I'm saying? I, I said some extra words, but we won't say what I said. Um, but mm. I, I'm there for my, my, my family. You know what I'm saying? My human family. I'm there. Even, even animals, I'm there for them too. You know, so everybody, the earth, everything, it's all coincide. You know, I'm here for creation. You know, that's my job on this earth is to be a guardian of this. That's what we're instructed right. to do anyways, but. I mean, I'm, I hope, when's your next court date? I hope that you are able to um, explain to them everything that you kind of explained to me. Well, what we're working on now is this. Um, you know, after talking to his family, I'm, I'm trying to coordinate between my lawyer, the family, and the prosecution, because the prosecution at the end of the day is what drops the charges. And since the family, you know, knows that it's a misunderstanding, I know it's a misunderstanding. My lawyer, my lawyer has been informed, you know, of everything now, so she's aware. We've already pushed to get the, the case is going to get overturned and set back to retrial anyways because of, you know, I pushed for this withdrawal and this plea bargain isn't valid. Okay, so it's, it's going to go back to court anyways. But we're not even trying to have another whole trial or anything like this. The family wants me to be released. I'm trying to be released. So, and the family can't get their car back until I either complete my sentence or actually they're saying if it's an ongoing investigation, they can't get their car back. I'm going to keep fighting all the way until, you know, they release me. I'm going to keep fighting for my freedom because I'm not a murderer. I'm not an armed robber, you know, but they're not going to pin that against me. So I want them to get their car back. Though. So we're trying to work the solicitor, um, the, pros- the prosecution, the family, and, and my lawyer to where they can get their car back, I can be released, I can go home. Um, now, I'm also working with, um, you know, Portuguese government because I am, you know, Portuguese as well as American. Um, I'm, I'm working on switching my citizenship all over. So in worst case scenario, I can just get deported over there. I'll be a free man, but I'll, I'll lose my citizenship until we can get the case overturned in the United States court. But I don't want to have to do that. That sounds like it's kind of a harder route to go almost. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it takes a lot of stepping stones. But as soon as that's done, then the Portuguese uh, embassy can step in and take care of matters. But right now it's like and things are in the favor. But it, it really rests on the prosecution now to be like, okay, like the family does not want this to happen. There's evidence here that, 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 that does support that, you know, he was going to get killed. Um it's self-defense, and there's a case that happened in the same city, you know, probably in 2014, a young individual, his name was Freddie Sealander, Freddie Sealander versus the state of South Carolina. Um, his mother's boyfriend kept beating on his mom, and, you know, he ended up stabbing the man with a knife and killing him. Um, and, you know, they let him off. They let him go. 
Um, you know, I it's along the lines of self defense, stand your ground. Is the is the difference like the dude the the man um pleaded self defense off the bat? Well, he told the truth. So that's why that that's why. Uh he he really you know, he had a lot of support around him. Um, you know, I've I've been on my own since I've been eighteen, you know. Uh, me and my stepmother, we didn't get along too well. She actually divorced my father in 2018. We don't get along too well. So I left my house at 18. So I didn't really have a support network until recently. You know, my mom lives overseas. Her and I reunited after not seeing her since 2008. Um, you know, my family would, uh, you know, my stepmother would hide those calls from my mom and act like she ain't never called. Um, it's fucked up, man. No, I yeah. mean... You yeah, need I support to tell the truth. Like, if you don't feel like you have a good foundation, you're going to act just in that same manner, you know? You right. need You need support around you in order to feel that you can <laughs> tell the truth. And, and exactly. um, yeah, no, I... I, I, I and I felt like this. I felt like, you know, based off the rumors that I know about, about his family, it's like, man, these people are going to kill me. These people are not going to understand, like, like these people showed up at my dad's house trying to kill my family. Like, and that was I, before you even shot. Yes, way before. And, and and my stepmother, you know, she she probably gladly to explain everybody. Like, yeah, the little hoodlum that they had people coming to my house trying to kill us, trying to find him, and all types of crap. You know. So were yeah. those people related? To um, he was there. Was there, and everybody else who who was along with their posse was there. They're directly related to the people. They are the people who yeah, they are the up people. to your stepmother's house and mm-hmm. threatened them. So you already yeah. know that they're about this. They, you already know they're about that action. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not all talk. You already know that they did that. Yeah. You already know what they are willing to do is more is what I should say. Correct. And Correct. so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 sounds, it sounds to me like a, well, you know, for lack of a better, a clear-cut case of uh, self-defense, you know, someone threatens you, that is, um, that's an act of violence. Right. And if you look at the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, you have what's called freedom of religion and the right to bear arms. Now, I was 21 years old. No felonies, no no record uh, when I shot uh, I had a, a weapon that was not registered to me, but was in the process of being sold to me. Um, you know, um, I don't know how legal that that would have been. I don't know too well the gun laws, but I, I probably should have been more um, versed in that. But the thing is this. Um, I got to go soon. So, um, yeah, just I got to I got to go in a little bit. Definitely. Um so, so just 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 to wrap things up, at the end of the day, you know, I was put in a hard predicament, and uh, you know, right to religious freedom, uh, you know, my faith. If somebody's trying to kill you, you have all right um, to to make sure that that doesn't happen, even if it means taking the life of another. If if God put puts the enemy in your hands, then it is what it is, and I hate to say it like that. But it that that that's something that's built deep in that might work in me subconsciously, um, and also the right to bear arms uh, allows that. Um, 
and, and there, there there cannot be a violation on that. Also, there's laws set in place where self-defense. There's four elements in South Carolina, or five elements. Um, you know, did you put yourself in this situation? You know, like could, could, like did did you bring this about on yourself? Did you provoke somebody? Did you say, hey, you know, you bitch ass motherfucker, come 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 kill me then? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> um, you know. Did, I didn't bring this about myself. I, I tried to make peace in the situation, peace, 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 until it, it come down to where I had to react, and that's all there is to it. I understand that. Um, when's your? Do you have a date yet for the uh, for the next for the I'm, retrial? I'm in uh, PCRP right now, so I'm I'm waiting for them to to the state and um, the courts to rule on um, withdrawing that plea bargain. Um, because the judge told me I had 10 days to withdraw, but they didn't honor it. And I wrote a letter to my lawyer in effect, but he filed an appeal instead of withdrawal. But there's a violation in there since a withdrawal of a plea bargain is within sound discretion of the judge. That, that's South Carolina law and federal law. Um, that was not honored. Whispering to your lawyer, like, you know, you should do this. Right. Um, so... You know, he, he 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 yeah, he definitely violated when he whispered into the into the lawyer's ear, and and they violated by not withdrawing my plea bargain. You know, I've been here four years on charges that aren't mine. You know, I'm not murdering. What do you believe you should be charged with? Um, I would say misprision of a felony. I wouldn't even say misprision of a felony, but I, well, something along the lines of, hey, you killed somebody. Um, you need to explain what's going. I don't even. I can't even say that because you know I still had to care of, of that client that that hitman number two that's gonna kill me. You know, so you know he's about to take me to him. If I don't handle this money, I'm about to get killed. Like so, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, there's there's no playing around when it comes to that. So my life is my life. I'm not gonna play around about my life. I'm not going to play around with yours either. As long as you're not trying to attack me or kill me or saying that you're about to kill me and showing me enough probable cause for me to act, I ain't got no problems. But there's way more. It was like, bro, hmm. this, this, is, this is the sad effect. This is what I've been trying so hard to prevent for everybody else in this country and everybody else around the world. People just, you know. What what, what what would you tell someone, man? Like, what would you say to someone who would be like, I don't know, like, what what what's a lesson, man? Like, a lesson that, is this: when you're facing a predicament that you feel you like you have no escape from, go to wise counsel. And wise counsel might be your parents that you're with, they might be. You know, your old football coach. They might be your old baseball, basketball, soccer coach. They might be somebody in your church or messages. They might be somebody in your temple. They might be um, somebody around you in your circle, you know. But when it comes to, to taking a life, it, it should never, ever have to get that far. Seek, seek help, you know what I mean? Try to make peace at all times. Don't let music or entertainment become your reality, you know what I mean? Be aware yeah. that every person deserves love and help and a house and food and cars and smoke and drinks and everything that you that you want. Love for your brother and sister, what you love for yourself. That's the lesson. This to and, seek help whenever you really feel like you need it, not to just try to bite down and keep going. I think yeah. too much. 
I think too much we tell a lot of young men um, just, you know, this is you have to endure this. You have to be miserable right now. Like, yeah. you have to suck it up and just fucking, you yeah. know, do this and just deal with it. And, you know, that's – it's fucked up, man. It's like mm-hmm. – it's some toxic shit. Like, it's like I don't yeah. understand how they expect anything good to – good to come yeah, from that definitely and i don't mean to cut off your wisdom but you know i i i actually i asked my stepfather i said you know what should i do he said you know just stay away from it but me following my own dreams goes in the basins handled it because there was a threat you know i had to i had to be a man i had to be a man of my family and you know i wish i you wish, wish you I, listened. I, I yeah you know i wish i had uh you know i don't know this could all. This is all God's plan, you know. So, what what what's coming out of this is I'm I'm meeting more and more people as I did on when I was out there. I'm meeting more and more people that are gonna help with my goals that I have in mind, you know. Like I told you, I'm descendant of the kings and queens that shaped this world, and you know a lot of bad things happened as a result of these because we didn't have the technology to monitor everybody, um, and you know, people's rights were violated. People got stolen. People got killed. Um, all types of crazy stuff happened. But it's 2020. And the vision's clear. You know, it's 2020. You know, we got 2020 vision. So yeah, you know. no, I got, I got to <laughs> ask, man. You hear about this fucking uh, Trump versus Biden? The Trump versus Biden is hilarious. Um, I'm actually voting for. Um, Doug Jenkins and Aaron Bridges. Um, they're independent party. I know both of them very well. The last independent president that we had was George Washington. Um, I actually think Doug Jenkins might be stepping out of the race and, and Haroon take going under somebody else who's going to fulfill that mission. Doug is real old and he actually only jumped on the race trail because Donald Trump made those comments about our, our veterans. You know, Doug's actually one of the veterans that went on um, a POW um, seeking mission for John McCain. He's one of the pilots that went and searched for, for John McCain. So he was real adamant about becoming president um, because he, he was mad about the disca- disgraceful comments, you know, and, and Trump's pr- proven time and time again, all dating back to the 2016 election when he, you know, was on the spot about making comments about 9-11, how his building was now the, t- the, the tallest in um in in the uh, in New York City, like that's wrong, yeah. and you know there, there's probably underhand business and all types of other stuff, but that is what it is. I don't have time for that. If people have died. I understand they're martyrs. I, God bless their name. God bless their soul. But look, you know, did dirt? Okay, would you would you, you better fix this because there's people who need help from the Middle East to Africa to Asia, that's South America. To Canada, to, to, to Russia, there's there's places all over that need help and got people starving right now. You know what I'm saying? There's people living lavish and there's people living so poor that it's not just sad. So, and it's like, man, 2020, we like that's what's happening. Like the wool is being pulled from right. everyone's eyes, and everyone can see clearly about yeah. who needs help and who has been abusing the help that they don't even need, but they. You know, and it's just every the truth is really coming out right now, and it is. It's been a fucked time for everybody, man. I mean, the truth will set you free, and I think everyone has been living in bondage. Yeah, 
You know, we really got to take careful steps. We're all slaves. At the end of the day, we're all slaves. We've all experienced the worst strife in life. And it's like we just got to we got to make sure we got to. You know what, man? I'm trying to be a slave to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be a slave to myself. And yep. what that, you know, whatever the fuck that means. Like, I'm still figuring shit out, man. I mean, people are still trying to understand what the message is of Jesus and Muhammad and, and these other people. Like, you know, they say Christian. Well, what is a Christian? You're anointed. You're somebody who's out there spreading peace. And Muslims believe in Jesus just as much as, as, as Catholics and Christians do. Man, I'm all... Jewish and I believe in Jesus. The guy was a fucking good guy. He's He spoke nothing but fucking good shit. The only, the only time where he got misconstrued and people started getting hateful is after he died. People, he got misunderstood. And I think that's the issue is so many people are being misunderstood. There's some, some other brave man took his spot. That's, that's what the Islam, that's the difference between Islamic and Christianity that a man took his spot instead of dying. And you know, it, 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 it make, that makes me think because, you know, Jesus said, you know, the best thing you can do is lay down your life for your friends. And they're saying that in actuality, somebody laid their life down for Jesus and, and God took Jesus up to him instead of being murdered. Um, I think so, that we all have the power to be Jesus. Um, exactly. I, think, I think that that's his message. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I like, and it also shows that good, bad shit happens to good people, but, you know, if you truly are a good person, it's just kind of a understanding that, that that's just kind of how it is. And so it's a tough lesson because it feels un- undeserved. But then it's like, how else are you? How else are you supposed to prove your loyalty to a good cause? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know how how can you listen to the message of Jesus? Listen to the message of Muhammad, of Gandhi, of Buddha, and still have hate in your heart. You know, these are people who have only protested for peace. You know, they've only protested for love. You know, you have people to this day who are protesting that. They just want love and peace and prosperity in this land for everybody because there's so many good people. You know, it's about righteousness. That's what God is, is righteousness. He he created the good and and the evil, you know. so. Oh, man, I heard something really wild. Um, It's like... uh... So if God made us perfect, if God made us completely perfect, we would we would be robots, not humans. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the like it's kind of fucked up. The actual thing that makes us human is the are our fucks up, fuck ups. Mhm. Because if like not, this. we would be a perfect creature. Un, like what else is there to learn? We would just be here. We would be, you know. It's just what would like, there be to do? We'd be a rock. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and when we die, that's you know what our bodies become, and our spirit joins into the ethers that that comes from you know from you know the darkness separated from the light, and the light separated from the dark, and we become, you know, we become parts of this. We become part of. God's kingdom or God's hell, whichever it is that that we are set to be. But this life after this body is not over with. You know, if you're a true believer and you understand these things, then you'll know when you die, you ascend. You know, it's ascension. And 
whatever it is. I know I'm only a man. There's there's theories, there's all types of, of course. stuff, you know, but you continue on. Sometimes, because they say when you die, DMT gets released in your brain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I believe that when you die, because DMT is one of those, like, the strongest fucking drug. Sometimes I feel like uh, when you die, someone's calling me right now. Um, mm -hmm. You get transferred to a new dimension, and it's not the end. Why else would DMT be released? Exactly. Maybe to get, have you come, you know, cope with it easier, cope with death, but I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah, just a man, I, too, man. I'll tell you when I get there. <laughs> right. Don't take any of my brains, any of my organs out. Just put me in an oxidated uh, casket and let me be. <laughs> like, literally, I need to sleep. Like, <laughs> Definitely, bro. Life is tough, bro. I'm, so, mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you're dealing with this. Uh, stay strong. You know, you got a friend in me. Just know that. I appreciate that, brother. Praise be to God for that. You know, I, I appreciate you greatly, man. And and you know, may you be rewarded for everything that you do. Do you know, good, bad, ugly. May 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 the best blessings come to you. I appreciate that. You as well. Have a good one, man. You too.